We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hi, my loves. It's Destin Choice, and you're watching Choice TV. So in today's video, I wanted to get on here and speak on the whole Zoe Saldana situation and the fucked up shit that she did recently. And as I do that, I'm going to be enjoying my raisin, avocado, apple salad. A nice, healthy snack. So anyways, if you guys didn't hear about... What happened with Zoe Saldana? You guys would know that Zoe Saldana recently apologized for doing blackface. Um, and I know that this is like a, this is a sensitive topic for you, but obviously, a few years back, there was a lot of controversy around the decision that you made to play Nina Simone. And at the time, there were a lot of questions around blackface and darkening skin and prosthetics and. I wonder what is your relationship with that choice now? How has the process of evolution for you and in loving yourself changed not only the roles that you're taking today, but how it makes you reflect on that decision? I should have never played Nina. Mm. I should have never played Nina. Um, I should have done everything in my power with the leverage that I had 10 years ago which was a different leverage bank. It was leverage nonetheless. I should have tried everything in my power to cast a black woman to play an exceptionally perfect black woman. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are familiar with that infamous, horrible fucking movie that she did back in 2016 where she played the legendary stellar Nina Simone. If you guys don't know who Nina Simone is, Nina Simone was a African-American, dark-skinned black woman. Let me say this again. She was an African-American, dark-skinned black woman who basically was very stellar, very well-respected for her poetry. She walked alongside Aretha Franklin, Martin Luther King, and a lot of the legendary civil rights activists during the midst of the civil rights movement in America. Despite her popularity in the 1960s and 1970s, Nina Simone was often overlooked due to her Afrocentric features such as her nose, her lips, and her dark skin. So due to that, she was constantly pushed aside in the civil rights movement. That's why you don't hear about her in school. And she was constantly pushed aside in the music industry due to her Afrocentric look. United States. I haven't lived in the United States for 25 years. Right. Do you still feel as strongly about the reasons for leaving the USA? I sure do. The racism is out of, is, is, is ridiculous. Okay. Uh, do you feel that the music is helping that at all? Or hindering it? Wh wh what music? Um, any style of music. Rap music? Uh... Rap music is ruining music because it's nothing but drums and talking. Back in 2016, the infamous actress Zoe Saldana, who I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know, Zoe Saldana is a 42-year-old actress who's been doing her thing since the 90s. You know, she was in the movie Drumline. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know her from her other roles like Law and Order, Avatar, Columbiana, and so many more roles. Ask your mama. Will you get some champagne and bring it upstairs? I brought you some food and your medication. I didn't ask for any of that. 
complicated lady. Tell him to give me my money! Drinks, smokes, she's out of shape. Wanna go to the gym? <laughs> no. Half of my life, no fear. That's the only way that I can describe it. And I think it's safe to point out that Nina was not light-skinned. And I think it's also fair to point out, for those of y'all who didn't know, um, all of the producers for the movie just so happened to be white. Yes, the creators and the producers of the movie were all white. Except there was only one black man. And this is him. This is the one black man who produced this movie. This is him. Hmm. So you guys can kind of see how that was a little bit controversial. Zoe Saldana thought it was a good idea to put on a prosthetic nose because uh, Nina Simone was very looked down upon because of her wide Afrocentric nose. Instead of the casting directors casting a dark-skinned black woman who looks like Nina Simone, they instead wanted to hire the biggest star they knew who was Zoe Saldana at the time. So Zoe Saldana accepted the role of Nina Simone and instead of just playing herself and looking like how she regularly looks, they decided to put a prosthetic nose on her and they also decided to enhance her hair, making it resemble a four-type texture, and they also darkened her skin. Now, you guys can see how that was pretty controversial, and the movie was absolute trash. Um, I tuned in for a little bit of it, and then I had to tune out because the makeup was just so damn dusty and ugly and patchy, and I was just like, fuck is this shit? So four years ago, back in 2016, when people saw that trailer, everybody dragged the fuck out of them, and the whole shit was trending on Twitter. Everybody was pissed as fuck. But of course, Zoe Saldana didn't give a fuck. And when Zoe Saldana had a chance to address it back in 2016, when people were pissed about it, she instead decided to deflect from the situation and basically say, well, yeah, I may be light-skinned, but I'm black too. That's basically what her dumb ass said. Come on, walking away from that wrong. That anything that you do with your heart mm -hmm. can never be wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I, I can, I, we can have an endless conversation about this. I'm not saying that that we don't have a problem. We do. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that it's a much more complex situation than for us to to just sort of like tear each other apart. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't it doesn't feel comfortable to be discriminated amongst like your community amongst your brethren. It's a very uncomfortable sensation. Uh uh bitch what? to be discriminated amongst like your community amongst your brethren it's a very uncomfortable sensation when it's an alien when it's a foreign person you kind of go i have a choice i can take it or i can leave it when it's happening like in your block in your house like with your people you're you don't really know what to do mm -hmm. so i just stood very still because i i felt that silence was going to speak louder one because i understand that it, it is a topic that is that has brought much pain to a community you, you do understand that of though. course okay. absolutely mm -hmm. but i also i was silent because i'm never going to justify or explain my blackness Mm -hmm. I know who I am. I ha I do not have a problem with that because I'm never going to justify or explain my blackness. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I ha- I do not have a problem with that. I don't hate myself for being black. I don't think I'm privileged for being lighter. I don't. I wasn't raised with lighter, lightest, light terse. I I don't understand. You, you understand what I'm uh-huh. saying? My mother uh-huh. is still to this day the kind of person that if she shares with you an ad- anecdote about an individual, she doesn't go. I was hanging out with my friend who's gay, unless the story is about some thing that m- was about him being gay. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how to describe people in boxes. I don't know how to act when I'm boxed into something. So basically she pulled the, okay, yeah, but I'm black card just to justify the fact that she darkened her skin. And then it was a huge debate on social media on whether or not this was blackface. People don't realize that lighter skin privilege pretty much gives people like Zoe Saldana the ability to maneuver around an industry where it's so full of anti-blackness. Now, of course, there were a lot of people who said things like, okay, but what about white chicks? What about the Wayne brothers? Why are you guys not dragging them? When in reality, I've said this several times, and I'll say it again, there is no such thing as racism against white people because this is the line of racism, and then this is white people. They're the only people who benefit from this oppressive system. So, of course, that was a huge oxymoron. And then there were other people who said, okay, but what about Nick Cannon who dressed up as a white guy? Oh, my God. But what about white chicks? What about this? What about that? And basically, everyone who defended Zoe really showed off their white fragility, just like how Zoe Saldana showed off her light skin fragility. Now, let me explain light skin fragility for anyone that doesn't know. Light skin fragility is basically when a light skinned person finds it very difficult to speak on colorism. For example, I tried explaining colorism to a dude who was light skinned and he had a very hard time fathoming it. He just simply kept deflecting and saying things like, okay, yeah, but choice, I'm still black. Okay, but I'm black. Okay, but I'm still black. Okay, but white people see me as black. And let me just be very clear that there is a difference between a mixed light-skinned person and a black light-skinned person. Just had to throw that out there. And I think it's very interesting how Zoe Saldana had the nerve to sit up here and say, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't tear each other down. We're, we're we on the same boat. I'm on your side. I was just like, the fuck? Bitch. She had the fucking audacity to sit up here and say that and deflect from the situation without even realizing what she really did. So Zoe Saldana is a complete broad depiction of light-skinned fragility, and she was completely crying light-skinned tears when she decided to apologize. Now, when it comes to light-skinned fragility, light-skinned fragility is derived from the word white fragility. For example, everyone watching this has dealt with white fragility. You ever tried explaining racism to a white person, and they immediately try to deflect and play the victim? Like, oh my god, but what about racism against whites? What about us? Oh my god, what about us? What about us? What about... Okay, but is that not white racism? That's white fragility, when it's very difficult for someone to speak on racism because they don't know how to handle the situation, because they're overwhelmed and don't know how to deal with it. This is an example of white fragility. So Zoe Saldana pretty much expressed what I like to call light skin fragility, where she completely deflected from the issue and made it seem like she made it seem like people were against her and blaming her for no absolute reason. Which I completely understand because blaming Zoe Saldana. Blaming Zoe Saldana for the fact that she was black facing is so easy, it's so simple, it's so regular. When in reality, we should be blaming that bitch ass casting director, who, by the way, recently addressed the controversy involving Zoe Saldana. And this is what the casting director had to say. Film right now with uh, Cynthia Mort, who is the person who directed the movie about Nina Simone. Not oh. the documentary, but the very yeah. controversial film mm-hmm. about Nina Simone. And I took that movie partly because, wow, it's Nina Simone, of course. 
Zoe Saldana was cast. I'm putting it out there. I did not cast Zoe Saldana. <laughs> However, we can talk about that because I think it's really an important aspect of this. It was very difficult to get that movie financed. The issues about her not being black enough, mm. um, her you know, using prosthetics, uh, darkening her skin. I think that those issues have become politicized because of the problems that we're having in America and the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. And I'm all for that, and I love Ta-Nehisi Coates. Despite her being credited as the casting director, hmm, and basically she completely deflected and made it seem like people should worry about the art rather than the skin color. But I find it really, really interesting and really funny how a lot of people try to turn this into a whole, well, Zoe Saldana is black. Yeah. She's a black person who just so happens to be light-skinned. She just so happens to have light-skinned privilege. And I know a lot of people hate the word light-skinned privilege. Like, oh, we all black, we all black. And honestly, I was one of those people at one point until somebody who was light-skinned actually broke it down to me. Light-skinned privilege is very real. There's tons of nightclubs in LA and tons of nightclubs in parts of Florida. And, and that's a perfect example of systemic racism and systemic colorism that's been rooted into the world. Due to all the prejudice in society and due to all the negative caricatures and stereotypes of darker-skinned black women that have, been, that have been played on television since the beginning of the 19th century, it's a broad depiction that, yeah, um, because of these horrible caricatures and because of these horrible images, that's pretty much why black women don't get represented as much. And that's why a lot of Hollywood producers don't cast many dark-skinned black women. One thing that I noticed about the movie Nina Simone, there was barely any black women casted for the show. In fact, majority of the cast was actually white. And then the other half were dark-skinned black men who, for some reason, never have a problem getting roles in Hollywood. But dark-skinned black women have an even harder time in Hollywood. Now, the only black woman that was actually in the movie Nina was Marseille Martin. And then that's about it. And I guess Zoe Saldana, but she had to paint her face to depict a darker-skinned black woman. So to see Zoe Saldana sitting up here saying, I'm sorry, I should have never did that. That, sh that apology was so full of shit. Confusing. I mean, it's very confusing because I, I and sorry to interrupt you, but like, it, it's, it's a cadence that I, I grew up in. And you know what? Now that I'm 42, I don't want to point fingers. I don't, I don't want to blame, I don't, I don't want to hurt anymore. I just want to identify where it comes from so that I can begin the process of healing so that my, my black, my Afro Latinx, my black sons won't have to feel like, wait, wait, but you're dodging. You're, 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 are you giving me pride? Or? When we're taking her music for car, and we're using it in car commercials and, or yeah. I'm taking her image and her story and I think that I'm okay to tell it. We've been appropriating ourselves with someone like Nina Simone for a very long time and I, I just want her story to be told and I want it to be right because she deserves it and our America deserves it because the Americans that inhabit today's America deserve her story to be told and, and I, know, I know better today and I, I'm never going to do that again. Never. Like, I was cringing just watching it because she's an actress. Like, come on now. Like, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. That's how she literally acts. Like, that, that, wasn't a real, that wasn't a real apology. That wasn't real tears. In fact, it was light-skinned tears. She basically said, I'm sorry that I'm not black enough. But she didn't sit up here and address the fuller issue. She didn't address the full-on issue of colorism and dark-skinned black women being discriminated against in society. Instead, she just said, I should have I found an exceptional black woman. 
why not? I, I should have found a dark-skinned black woman. See, that's the thing about Zoe Saldana, but I kind of have to understand where she's coming from to a certain extent because I do have to remember that she is from the Dominican Republic. And I'm not saying what you guys think I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. She did spend a lot of her life in the Dominican Republic since she was 10 up to when she was 17. And best believe that in all parts of Latin America, they don't necessarily talk about racism or colorism. It is a big issue. They just don't talk about it. Because I've had numerous conversations with a lot of my friends who are of Cuban, Mexican, Dominican, Cuban, and Panamanian descent. And a lot of them have literally flat out denied racism and oppression and colorism to my face. Believe it or not, a lot of people in Latin America and a lot of people in Central America and a lot of people part of North America who are of Hispanic descent or Latin descent, a lot of them don't believe racism or colorism is an issue because they don't talk about it. It's more heightened in parts of Africa. It's more heightened in parts of America. And Zoe Saldana being raised in the Dominican Republic, but being born in America, she doesn't have the experiences in society to understand why her lightest skin gives her privileges in the world. So instead of sitting up here saying, I'm sorry that I'm not black enough, I should have known better, and then giggling like right after when her dog, her fucking rat ass dog came out of nowhere. Why are we starting a race? Why yeah, and speak? yes. Let's work together. Look at this. Okay. I love it. So his name is And Mo they Mo agree. His and they agree. His name is Mo Money, okay? <laughs> She could have took that time to address the bigger issue, which is darker-skinned women aren't represented in society. You know how many times I turn on a fucking Netflix show and I literally get so pissed off whenever I see a all-white show, but when they throw in a black person, it's always a, just a dark-skinned black person. Oh, we just gonna throw a dark-skinned black person in there. That's enough. Or when they do throw a black woman in there, they always throw in the very, very light-skinned black woman. Or if they don't throw in a light-skinned black woman, They'll throw in the racially ambiguous black woman. Like, oh yeah, let's make her the soft one. Let's make her the love interest. Let's make the girl with the three type light skin, all that. Let's make her the love interest, the soft, the sensitive. And I normally don't support or tune into those only because a lack of diversity is trashy and garbage. And I don't support anything that doesn't have good diversity. One And stuff like that makes me so fucking upset because no show really represents darker skinned black women as much. The only show that I have seen recently that have represented darker skinned black women is The Shy, which is an amazing show that all black people should watch. And I recommend black women watch because it's incredible. The same thing with the show Insecure. The same thing goes for the show Shameless. The same thing goes for the show On My Block. There's so many shows that offer positive inclusion, but of course, in the industry, I could full on admit that the reason why most casting directors never cast darker skinned black women, it's mainly because statistically it's been shown that if you put a black woman as a lead character in a movie, it's least likely to do well. But if you put a lighter skinned, racially ambiguous woman in a movie, it'll likely do well. Because statistically, society has a lot of anti-blackness. Society is riddled in misogyny, which one, society pretty much hates and tear down, tears down women. And then two, society hates, dismisses, dislikes, ignores the issues of black people. So imagine being a woman and then imagine being black. You see what I'm coming from here? A lot of film producers are, will literally sit up here and say, no, we don't want a predominantly black female cast. Or no, we don't want to cast a black woman because, you know, a lot of people might not want to tune in because a lot of people can't connect to that or they're going to associate negative stereotypes. So for them, they see it as a business tactic. Like, oh, we're just not going to cast a black woman because that's just too much. That's just too hard. And in my personal opinion, the only way we could really end this whole tokenism issue and the only reason we, the only way we could really end this whole people playing characters that don't even look like them is if film producers actually want to change. Not for like a badge of honor, like the Cleveland show, bitch, because I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys heard about the dude who played Cleveland Brown. Yes, fun fact, did you guys know the dude who played Cleveland from Family Guy is actually played by a white guy? Which isn't that serious to me because I'm just like, eh, whatever, I don't give a fuck. But... 
he recently stepped down and said that he feels like a black person should play Cleveland, which is so confusing to me because he had no problem playing Cleveland for 21 fucking years. So in my personal opinion, if people like him who play Cleveland Brown and people like Zoe Saldana are actually sorry, how about this? How about you surrender your residuals, transfer your residuals to the Nina Simone estate? Oh, wait, I forgot. The movie did terrible. Did you guys know the movie had a budget of $7 million and the movie only made $22,000? That's fucking terrible and that's embarrassing and that's what you dumbass anti-black Hollywood executives get. Now, the casting director made a very decent point in her interview and although I don't fuck with what she said at all, I saw where she was coming from. She basically said it was very hard to get that movie financed because everybody knows predominantly black movies and predominantly black shows are very difficult to get picked up unless the cast is widely diverse or they're addressing racism because one thing that annoys me is that every single time we get a black movie or a black film with representation it's always oh well you know what let's talk about racism everyone wants to hear about that that's the only thing that they feel like other black people want to support so i saw where she was coming from where she said it was hard to get that movie financed and i saw why she casted a predominantly white cast with like eight nine black people which majority were black men and there was like one black girl who was Marseille Martin and of course Zoe Saldana who fucking did outright blackface so Zoe Saldana's dumbass is really sorry bitch how about this surrender your residuals donate half a million fucking dollars to I don't fucking know um starving neighborhoods do something address the issue of colorism because I've never seen Zoe Saldana outright speak on colorism she's never she's 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 very vocal about black issues but she seems to forget that when it comes to being dark-skinned there's an entity to it there's an essence to it people don't realize that darker-skinned black people have a very different experience in the world and let me let me tell you something real quick if you're a light-skinned or dark-skinned woman watching this Please be mindful that someone like India Ari and Alicia Keys do not share the same experiences. And they came up around the same time. And please understand that someone like Lupita Nyong'o and Zendaya, who came up around the same time, don't have the same experiences in society. So please understand that it's much deeper than just, well, they're black, she's black, they're black, they're this, they're that. But don't get me wrong, I'll keep the same energy with um, Denzel Washington. Because a lot of people don't even know this, but Denzel Washington does not look shit like Malcolm X. And everyone knows Denzel Washington played Malcolm X in that very, very amazing movie about Malcolm X, which I recommend y'all go watch. Denzel Washington looks shit like Malcolm X because society just loves to promote Malcolm X, but people don't realize that every time you see Malcolm X, it's always a black and white picture. Fun fact, Malcolm X was biracial. Second fact, Malcolm X was a light-skinned biracial black man who had red hair, freckles, and people never talk about that. No one ever sees colorful pictures of him. Like I recently just told everyone, like I'm um, told people like that I knew, did you guys know that Malcolm X was a biracial black person who had red hair? And people were just like, the fuck are you talking about? Because everybody's so used to that one particular image. So I have to keep the same energy with that too. Zoe Saldana played herself like she had no features, none of that. Like she just she just outright played herself. I would have still held her accountable, but I still I wouldn't have been so upset with her. Because at the same time, I have to understand that if she just played herself, then it would have been whatever. Because we do have to understand that there's a huge stigma of people playing characters that don't even match. You know, as you go on in society, you see that there's always new characters. Like, what's the, the character that played Storm in the, um, I think, in that Marvel cartoon movie? All of a sudden, she was being played by a lighter-skinned woman. Zoe Saldana's full of shit. Fuck her. Fuck her whole career. And it's kind of sad how she still had a thriving career in Hollywood after she did that shit. 
The reason why she didn't apologize and it took her getting interviewed to apologize was the simple fact of it got bought up and then she bought out her light skin tears like, oh my God, oh my God, I get it on both ends. I'm light skin. I get it on both ends. And that's no offense to light skin people, but you know, you kind of have to check your privilege if you're out here feeling as though that your situation is the same situation as a as, as a dark-skinned black person like you don't have the same experiences as a dark-skinned black person it doesn't matter rather you're hispanic rather you're asian rather you're indian rather whatever you are you know there's a there's an entity to being dark-skinned and dark skin comes in all different races except for whiteness of course so you have to understand that you don't have the same experiences so you don't get this token dark skin card just because you're connected to the experience some way somehow you don't know how it's like you don't know what they go through. You don't know how society tears them down. You don't know how what how they're being treated behind closed doors when their own parents, family, brothers, sisters, exes, and dudes are telling them, oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Or if you were lighter, you'd be so much prettier. Or, hey, you should bleach your skin. Or, oh, wow. Like, wow. Are you mixed? Wow. You're dark-skinned and you're pretty. It's just like you don't understand those particular experiences. So since you don't, shut the fuck up and understand that they deserve to, that black women have every right to be upset as Zoe Saldana. And when I see her sit up here and not take full ownership and address the rooted issue on why people are upset... I can tell that she deems it as a, they just don't think I'm black enough because I'm Latina. I, I feel like that's how she's deeming it. And fuck Zoe Saldana at this point. And like I said, if she's truly sorry and all these white characters, white people who are playing black characters are so sorry, surrender your residuals. Because you got people like Angelina Jolene who still hasn't apologized from when she played the Afro-Latina journalist in that movie back in 2008. You have people like Ben Affleck who won a whole fucking Oscar for playing a Mexican-American in that movie Argo. You have people like, I don't fucking know, so many people who are playing black people who aren't actually black or people or people of color who aren't actually people of color. Like the movie Avatar. You remember that bullshit-ass live-action movie of Avatar? Everyone knows that the original Avatar was based on indigenous people and indigenous tribes. Everyone knows that. But why the fuck was the live-action version of Avatar full of a whole... Caucus Mountain Eurocentric Standards of Beauty cast. So that's how I see it. That shit pissed me the fuck off. Fuck Zoe Saldana. Surrender your residuals if you're really upset. And at the end of the day, everyone should be blaming not just her, but the producers as well. Because most of the producers were white, for, except for the exception of the one black man who was a producer. And of course... Everyone's going to somehow just give Zoe Saldana a passport. It's funny how she still has a thriving career. She recently worked with Disney Channel. She recently did a whole animation movie with with My Little Pony. Like, she's doing her damn thing. She was recently in, in the Avengers Endgame movie. She's she's actually currently filming for Avatar, Avatar 2, and then Avatar 3 in 22, in 2022 and 2023. Like, this girl recently just signed, like, a multi-million dollar deal to make another Avatar. So, it's just like... This bitch still has a fucking thriving career. So when she apologized, I believe she only acknowledged it and apologized because it was randomly bought up for one, randomly bought up in an interview. And two, she knows of all the racial tension going on in society. She can't say nothing stupid. This bitch is smart as fuck and she's an actress. There's a reason why she's been thriving as an actress since the 90s. She's popping and she's been popping for a reason because she's great at what she did. And that's exactly what the fuck she was doing in that interview with her stupid ass. She was acting. So fuck her. Anyways... That was that for today's video. Please, let me, please be sure to let me know what y'all thought about this video. Just give me your thoughts. Give me your honest opinions. And yeah. Do y'all accept Zoe Saldana's apology? This is for black women. Do y'all accept her apology? Do y'all see where she's coming from? Do y'all think it's a big deal? And uh, yeah. Like I said, 
The only way a lot of this tokenism will change in society, the only way we'll get rid of this whole erasure of black women is if these production teams actually want to change. Not with the whole, we stand in solidarity, so we're going to change because George Floyd died. That's what we're going to change. No, you have to change because you want to change, not because you want some badge of honor. Like, it's ridiculous. But that was that for this video. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, like I said. And yeah, let me know what you guys thought about the situation. What you guys think about Zoe Saldana? Do you accept her apology? Choice out this bitch. See, my days are cold without you. I run out of here. Now my heart can no more. I just can't roll it back to you. See, my days are cold without you. And I hold it out of here. Now my heart can no more. I just can't run it back to you. Baby, I go out of the and I said, I don't love you. I just can't hide. I don't care how I myself. See, my days are gone without you. I'm a mother of you. And my heart can say no more. I just can't run him back to you. The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. We should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started.